Hey, Hey, Chosen Girl fam. I'm Liz. I'm Sarah. And welcome to season six of the Tell Me About It podcast. This season, we are so excited to bring you more chats about where real life meets the gospel of Jesus. And stay tuned as this season, we are bringing you even more special guests. Plus a brand new mini series on Jesus, what he means to us and the specific words he spoke while here on earth. If you aren't caught up, feel free to subscribe and binge our first five seasons wherever you find your podcast. And if this podcast has impacted you, we would be honored if you rated us within your podcast app of choice. Grab your Chick-fil-A nuggets with us and and let's let's get this party started. Hello, Chosen Girl family. Welcome back. Happy Tuesday. Y'all, we're so glad to be here with you. It's the month of May. What? <laughs> it's gonna be May. Oh my gosh. Wow. Tell me you were born in the 90s without telling me you were born in the 90s. May the 4th be with you. Yes. <laughs> it's what always comes to mind. I was a That's tomorrow. A... Oh my gosh. We're not today that well, we're I recording mean... it, but the de- the day in which you will all be listening. Yes, but it just feels weird that like May already. Yeah. You know what that also means? In 1 month Chosen Girl will be three years old. Girl, where did the time go? It, it blows my mind. Yes. It has flown by. As you all are listening to this, Liz is going to be house-sitting for me because I'm going to be on vacation, which I'm very excited about. A very much deserved vacation. Thank you, sis. Yours is coming, too. Thank you. Thank you. Yours is coming. Well, like, can't grind. wait to see your outfits already. Very excited. Yes. Very excited. I've been looking at lots of Pinterest boards that are like, how to pack for Europe in like for ten a ten day trip in a carry on. And I was like, first of all, no. <laughs> first of all, my shoes are gonna need. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Carry on. But uh we're super excited to talk with you guys about something that we've definitely touched on before, mm-hmm. but just wanted to retouch slash remix this topic because it is consistently one of our number one requested topics Mm -hmm. and that's sharing the gospel it's the it's like the biggest thing like that we can do like it's one of those things you know the last episode we talked about if you don't know what to do where you are like do what you've already been told yes and this is one of those things and like sharing the gospel is like the baseline yes and if you are waiting for a response from god it's like the waiting room and you're like waiting to be seen by the doctor and you're like what am i going to do read these old magazines no baby you better get out there and hustle and share that gospel yes but (laughs) when i say that it's just it's something so simple and sharing the gospel doesn't have to be this big daunting task. And I know it's really scary, especially if you're if you're new to the faith. Yes. Um, and thinking like, am I going to say the right things? Like, what if I say something wrong? And the thing is, is like, it's it's an easy truth, but as long as you're sharing it, as long as you're sharing the truth of the word, the Lord will cover the rest. Yes, and honey. If He says jump, and when I say jump, I mean go talk to that person. Trust that He'll give you the words. The words will come. Yes, they'll see your heart, and it doesn't always have to be. The words of, it doesn't always have to be you quoting scripture. Sometimes people can see the gospel in the way that you treat somebody else. Well, and that's actually the main theme throughout a lot of the letters Mm -hmm. that are written to us, which are letters written from people like Paul to the early church, talking about it's in how you live. So I'm sure that when you saw the title of this podcast, and thank you for venturing to click on it, because honestly the term sharing the gospel can kind of give you the Sunday school ick. Like, uh, like you either dread it yourself 
or you've seen it done wrong, or you just are scared. There's just a lot of negative feelings around something that should be such a cornerstone cornerstone of our faith. Mm -hmm. And I think that what I'm about to say is the number one part of sharing the gospel. And it's when your belief in God turns into an action Uh, and an application. So I say this in love, but I also say this because I feel convicted about this as well. I better be living Mm -hmm. the way that God wants me to live because I want others to see the application of the gospel in me. Oh, yeah. And this is not about perfection because I'm not always going to get it right. You're not going to get it right. But that's a really good place to start. It's a great place to start. It's for people to see a difference in you. Uh huh. Because we overcome a lot of stuff by the word of our testimony, you guys. Sure do. And the thing is, you know, I think we'd mentioned this um, <coughs> this the other weekend. Um, I don't ever want anyone to question. Is she a Christian? Yeah. You know, you will know if you're doing a great job when no one has to wonder. That's so true. And I think about, okay, so we live in the world of social media and Mm -hmm. influencers, right? So for some reason, I just really love products that are endorsed genuinely by influencers. And when I see like the hashtag ad on someone's, I kind of think they're being paid to say that. Like, of course, they're going to say that they like it. Mm -hmm. But if someone genuinely says, I have tried this and it is awesome, do y'all know how many times I have clicked the link in someone's bio? Yep. Literally. Take my money. Yep. Because I'm like, if it's worked for you, I bet it's going to work for me. Mm-hmm. And God is no respecter of persons. If he's done it for me, he will do it for you. And so if you are living or even trying your best to pursue Christ, mm-hmm. I feel like that's going to overflow into how you treat people and how you interact with people. People are going to say... How are you handling this so well? Yeah. Yeah. How are you so peaceful right now? Mm-hmm. How are you so positive? And that opens the door for, hey, my peace ain't my own. Yes. It comes from the Lord. Yes. I'm, and who wouldn't want some of that? Who would not want to click the link and subscribe? That is, that is the absolute truth. That's the absolute truth. Yeah. You know, I think it's, I think sometimes when I think about just um, how we've carried out you know, the great commission, how we've mm-hmm. been making disciples of men. And, um, I think about how sometimes denominations and like church culture can sometimes get in the way. And I, a, a memory just, you kind of unlocked a memory when I went to Kenya, when I was in graduate school, y'all, I, uh, used to run a nonprofit and we focused on literacy, but we're a faith-based organization. And so I just remember we had an opportunity one day to go to this school and we spoke and it was just a really great opportunity to talk about how important their education was. And then we gave them some school desks and supplies. It was great. Had a great time. Loved it. I was so impacted by the kids. And it it was really disheartening because the next day um, or the next week we heard that another group came to share a very similar message to us, but it was more so of hellfire and brimstone Mm. and that they preached at the kids and the way that some of the kids at the orphanage where we were staying went to school there. That's how we heard about it. Mm Mm-hmm. And it just made the way that they responded, their memory of those people that thought they were coming to, you know, of course, share the word of God and how it was received by these children as like something terrifying and scary and like confusion. 
And I'm like, that's not representative of the God that I love and serve and, you know, yes, at all. And so with that, it's not that shared, it's not just sharing the truth, but it's using your discernment yes, and sharing it in a way that's truly God honoring. And it's not that you can't share the truth of, you know, like of, of the word itself, but being mindful, your audience that you're sharing it to, it's really mm-hmm. important. Um, and it's one thing if the Lord has said, you need to go talk to that person, don't hesitate. As someone who has hesitated too many times or didn't do it too many times, yeah, just do it. But there are times when we probably should not say something. You know, there's, right. I'm not saying you can't just share your gospel with anyone, but trust your discernment of the Lord. You have to yes. have that relationship with him first, you know, and you'll be like, God, should I go talk, tell this person? Should I go talk to this person? Um, because you have no, you have no idea what's, what God is working in their heart. That's right. Because when you, whenever you don't listen to the Lord when in sharing his word, you're honoring yourself more than him. Yes. Yes. That's so true. And so I just encourage you to, to you know, to be in community with, with the Lord. <coughs> yes. Um, which kind of goes a little bit into some of the things that I'd written down. Um, Please share. I told Liz, after she read her notes to me, <laughs> I, I'm irrelevant. You, you just talk. So if y'all hear me over here, just mm -hmm, amen. Like that's my role while she's reading her notes because it's the truth. Let me tell you, it's not me. I can't take not one, one bit of credit because it's all the Lord. But um, Sarah already mentioned this about how much, you know, sharing the gospel really does require an action and it's that obedience. Yes. And uh, I think it's been a long time since I've mentioned this on the podcast, but like your, your obedience is what will lead to the wisdom. Mm hmm. Wisdom comes from having lived something and knowing like which direction it's going to go. And it's an, ex- it's an experience That's what we do as humans. Yes. Um, but it, it requires obedience and that's, that's what the Lord commands from us as he should. But that's what we should also want to give the Lord as an act of worship. And so, um, you know, coming to sharing the gospel with a prepared heart, um, and you need to be prepared to have or see no response. Mm-hmm. Like if you are sharing the gospel with the intent of I'm going to, I'm leading this person to Christ. And because this is what's going to get me another jewel on my ground or, yeah. you know, uh, you know, a, a mansion in heaven on the good side of town, you know, I'm just kidding. But, but <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, is that we should share the gospel simply because we've been, we've been told to share, but it's the good news that we know is worth sharing. Yes. Period. It's the greatest news that has ever hit this earth. Yes. And let me start with this. If you're wondering what the gospel is, the word literally means good news. Yep. So if you're wondering, should I go tell someone that they're living in a sin that the Bible says that they shouldn't be living in? That's not the good news. Mm-hmm. If you're wondering if you should say X, Y, or Z, if it does not align with Jesus came and died to save us, then rose three days later, so that we could be reconciled with God. So now we can have all the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience. Not only that, but have an eternity in heaven. That all sounds so positive, correct? Yeah. Don't get it twisted. If your message is negative, it is not good news. If your message is because of X, Y, and Z, I think you're going to hell. That's not good news. That's bad news. news. That's bad news. Good news, gospel. Bad news, gossip. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So just in case y'all needed refining, remembering of what the gospel is. It's good news. I will step off my my soapbox now. 
You can st- you can stay on that soapbox anytime. It is the good news of Jesus Christ. Yes. It's Don't a, get it twisted. It's a story worth telling. It's a story that changed the world. Yes. We define our calendars by it. Yes. I mean, look at just all the historical events. <coughs> Excuse me. But in sharing the gospel, I think it's just important to go in with, into it with that mindset that yes. you may never see the results of your, of your labor. <coughs> but if you're responding in obedience and then in love, then you know... You've done what you're supposed to do. We've mentioned this on the podcast before about Francis Chant's quote about how, talking about how we forget the power of the Holy Spirit and how we are just the receptionist, not the doctor. Mm-hmm. So go into it with the mindset of humility. It's not that we're perfect trying to save someone. If, if it's all about what we're trying to do, then that makes us the Savior. Yep. We are just pointing someone else to the Savior. That's it. That's it. And if it sticks in that moment and you get to see that, praise the Lord. Rejoice with that person. Mm-hmm. But remember that verse that we talked about in the Gospels where the disciples came back and they were like, Jesus, we cast out demons in your name. And he said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Yep. <laughs> like, He's a.k.a., different. humble yourself. Yep, he did. It is nothing. We have not done the saving. Yep. We have been the receptionist to introduce. Mm-hmm. So, girl, that's good. That's good. So, I wrote down just some notes on you know how do you share the gospel, and I kind of broke it down to, into four four actions here. The first one is to read it, mm-hmm. and um, the verse that I that I found. Um, first of all, I just love the Psalms. They're so great. Oh, they're, they're so beautiful. Full of, they they really are just like tiny pieces of wisdom and love and if you are ever if you're happy there's a psalm for you yes if you're sad and weary there's a psalm for you it's just david living life yeah um and it's just so relatable but in psalm 34 um verse 10 i absolutely love this when the lions make her weak and hungry but those who seek the lord lack no good thing and i say that in that reading the word of God is you seeking the Lord, just like your prayer time. Yes. And the gospel is to share the good news. But honey, you can't share the news you've never, you don't even know. That's the truth. It's like playing the game of telephone. How many times does that message get changed because someone doesn't actually know? Yes. It's just bits and pieces. And don't rely on anyone else to tell you. You need to know for yourself. Yes. I think I've, I think we mentioned this. I mentioned, I told this story I think I told this story. Let's hope so. Um, when we did our group our group yes. um, talk. I was just about yes. to say that Riley mentioned something about that too. Go ahead. Oh, I was just, it just made me laugh. This is true with my grandma. You know, my dad gave her a Bible and she's like, they're not preaching out of the Bible. Yeah. How did she know? She, honey, she started reading the word for herself. Yes. Well, and Riley spoke so wisely about, you know, if you only have a relationship that's associated through someone then it's mm-hmm. only going to be that deep. Exactly. And for me, kind of going back to the influencer um, analogy earlier, don't you want to take someone's word from it that has read and researched and tried themselves, that has tasted and seen that the Lord is good? Mm, and yes. I know you're going to get into life walking application, mm-hmm. but it really convicts me when I read that verse. Like even the demons believe. Oh, yeah. What have you applied to your own life? That's that's, that's the, real the thing. difference. 
toe stepping. I didn't know you were gonna be stepping so hard today. We be tap dancing today, girl. Come on, come on, because it's the truth. It's the truth. Yes. Um, but all that just you know, just as a reminder, you know, it is just a true gift to get to hear the truth, the words of God. Yes. And not we don't realize. We take it for granted. Yeah, I pause because I, I think of the, all the times that I really have taken taken it for granted that we have a book so accessible to us. Right. You can find it every hotel room. It's the most read book in the world. It's being translated every day into more and more languages. You can find it on your phone. Yes. And it's the Lord speaking directly to you. Yes. And so, uh, so often we think that we don't hear from him, but it's it's right there writing. I'm reading Bob Goff's new book, Undistracted. I yeah. highly recommend to our listeners. Can't wait to read it. And he says, don't you just wish God would just write down what you're supposed to do and give it to you in a note? <clears throat> well, he has. <laughs> it's the Bible. And I'm like, Bob. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. It's so good. Talking truth to us. It is. <clears throat> so the next thing is that to speak it and... um. The the way it's it's important to be mindful about the way that we're speaking it. Yes. Again, you can't tell a story you don't know. So once you know the word, so what do you do with it then? Do you hold on to it just forever and you're just like, Yeah, I'm never gonna share this again? Absolutely not. To be it's it's important that you're that you have humility, that you're yes. being humble whenever you're sharing the word. Like you don't know everything about everything. There's, that's right. That's why we still have scholars trying to figure it out. Yes. And it's okay. That's the Holy Spirit is is here to help fill in the gaps for us. That's right. Um but also showing grace. It's that truth. It's the truth and grace. You got to have both. Yes. You don't want to be mean and you don't want your words to be mean, meaningless. Um, but also being kind in how you're sharing the gospel. Yes. And even, I mean, even the Lord, when, I mean, Jesus was right there the, with, with the woman and he's like, yeah, he's, she's like my husband. He's like, which one? Like, who yes. are you talking about? And uh, he knows and he was still kind. Yeah. In a time when no one would have been kind to her. Let alone speak to her. Let alone like speak we to her. Exactly. Last week. Yeah. Exactly. And so there is always room for kindness when you are sharing the gospel. The goal is not to scare somebody into loving the Lord. Yes. Um, Fear is not a good motivator. No. Condemnation is a horrible motivator. And in fact, the Bible says there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. So if Jesus didn't come to condemn us, why in the world would he send us to condemn other people? Thank you. Thank you. Also, I'm just going to throw this in there because I'm just tap dancing today come on. on the podcast. Hmm. Got to be kind when you're sharing the gospel and when you're not sharing the gospel. Yeah. Why would somebody want to listen to you yep. if they don't see you choose somebody out in the grocery line? Say it. Go ahead. You've lost your credibility. And that is the absolute truth. Yeah. You know, the thing that I wrote in my notes. Oh, one last thing. Speaking of the truth. The truth. Don't forget to share the truth. Yes. So in um, the, the truth of the word. And if you don't know, honey, it's written down. Yes. It's, it's a-okay. Um, but the thing is, the way that you share the gospel, the way that you speak the gospel is an invitation to the greatest party that will ever be. Amen, girl. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. Honey, that's going to be heaven. Yes. The greatest party that there will ever be. Yes. Worshiping, praising the Lord forevermore Amen. in his house, with him, at his table. I cannot, I don't want you to miss it. I don't want anybody to miss it. No. We have an, o- there's an open invitation. Invite whoever you want. 
We've yes. been told to invite the masses, but they will decide if they even want to come to this party based on how you respond to the Lord. Well, you can't force them. You can't force them to come. But let me tell you right now, if someone who was, was rude, when I, that I saw was, was rude, or who, you know, isn't a kind person, someone who says that they love the Lord, but then their actions say something different, is that, that's not what I want to... Who wants to go to that party? I don't want to go to that party. I don't want to go to that party. But if you mean to tell me that there's going to be a bunch of kind people, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get into, into the weeds a little bit, but I'm thinking, how are you living your life as an example? Yes. And... Well, Ephesians 5.15, amongst other really great uh, verses that are, like I said, in the letters to the church, Uh it it says, be careful in how you live. Be -hmm. careful in how you live. And it's all in how we live. It it really is. No pressure. Because remember, this is to those who have not subscribed to Christianity. They don't see God. They don't feel from the Holy Spirit. They don't have a personal relationship with Jesus. Yes. So what are they basing this whole thing off of? Christ ambassadors. And so if are, are we being great ambas- ambassadors or not? And the number one telltale sign, our flag, our banner, is intended to be, it's supposed to be, is designed to be love. Yeah. Yep. They will know that you are Christians by our love. And I think that we forget This was the Great Commission. The last thing that Jesus said to us before he ascended into heaven. Mm -hmm. It says, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always until the very end Mm. of the age. Until the very end. Yeah. Ma'am. That's, you got to know it. Yeah. And I also think about this. How did Jesus share the good news of himself, that he was the Messiah? I think about how he treated the people that he had encounters with. He shared truth, like you said, with grace. Yeah. And he was gracious in truth. Mm-hmm. He showed love through his actions, through how he treated people, through how he called out religious people who were harsh, and how he loved on people who were considered the outcast. He was so strategic with his words. Even when he was questioned, he was respectful and actually was a man of few words. Yeah. And my favorite thing about Jesus, one of my favorites, he was consistent. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing that blows my mind. I know, because we're sitting here talking about a, a, such a loving God yeah. in the and how he carried himself. But the reality is, is that he would have still been just if he hadn't. Yeah. Because of simply who he is. Yes. He's the son of the God, the same God that spoke this whole world into existence, could have done whatever he wanted. Yes. And he's in control. But he came and humbled himself. Yes. And showed love and grace and kindness when he did not have to. Right. It, that's, that's how we are to carry ourselves. And for such a story of love... There is no room for hate. For who? People who threaten us, who are not like us. Why is that so scary? Why? Because we are sinful, fleshly people. Mm-hmm. That's just who we are. That's the nature we were born into, which is why mm-hmm. renewing ourselves daily in Christ Jesus, mm-hmm. fixing our thoughts on things above. The daily pursuit. Daily pursuit. That's why it's so important, y'all. Yeah. Um. The next thing that I had um, 
it, it makes me really happy. It's uh, to to sing it. And um, I forgot to write down the exact verse, but um, in Psalm 63, because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live. And in your name, I will lift up my hands. And I love that verse because that is the, that is our most valuable thing. Mm-hmm. You know, in this life, I think it's really easy to get distracted between what, what is truly our most prized possession. Yes. And we think that it's, you know, so, some people may think it's a thing or it's an experience or it's a, it's a title like being a mom, having yeah. kids, the job that you have, you know, a status that you may have earned, or it could be anything. But the greatest thing is that the love of God is so great. That is the greatest gift. That is our greatest prized possession. And the greatest thing that we could ever give him is that, is that love in return. You know, Jesus gave his life for us. The least that we could do is to live for him. Yeah. And that's, that's all, that's the only gift that we can give that is, that God cares anything about. You can give him all the money in the world, all the time in the world, you know, all those things, your love, your worship, your praise, your obedience. Yeah. You know, seeking holiness. That's, that's what he, he calls for from us. That's what he wants above anything else. And so it, it's, I'm stepping on my own toes of like, what do I give God? Realizing that 10 minutes a day is not enough. Yeah. The gift of our life. The gift, it's, it is the gift of our life. You know, forgetting to spend time in prayer, you know, putting a cap on what I, you know, I'll, I'll listen to worship music while I'm getting ready, but forget about it. Or even sometimes on those, I'm, I'm stepping on my own toes when I say this. Even on those Sundays when I don't feel like going to church and choosing my own comfort in my bed over getting Mm -hmm. up to be with God's people, we all do it in some way, shape, form, or fashion, but realizing that his love is the greatest gift that we'll ever receive and our response is how we can, is how we can just show our love back to Christ. Yes. And that's by showing love to others. So sing it. Two greatest commit, two greatest commandments. Yes. That's it. So I just, I, I just labeled it to sing it, sing it from the rooftops. Well, in our life is a song. I love the old Casting Crown song, Let My Life Song Sing to You. Yes, that's so good. That's it. it <clears throat> I think about how, in my own experiences, singing, singing the Lord's praises when you were in the valley is hard. Yes. Because... You're thinking, how, God, why? Sometimes it's like, why am I here? How did I get here? How long am I going to be here? Mm-hmm. I'm already tired. I'm already beaten down. I just want out. If you see me struggling, God, why Why have you left me here? But we have to remember that we serve a God that, you know, he says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Mm-hmm. And that we are there with reason. But because we have the ultimate gift, there's nothing greater in this life that we will ever receive, ever experience, ever have yeah. than his love. The greatness is already, we already have it. Yeah, that's right. And that's reason enough to praise him in the valley. And I think that if we lived in a greater awareness and being reminded daily and renewed daily mm-hmm. of how much God loves us, mm-hmm. we would share that love so much more authentically with others. That's so true. And Authentic love right there. People yes. Can, people can sniff out if something is inauthentic in a heartbeat. 
They can. They can. And and I feel like, and I'm about to tell a story not tooting my own horn because I I don't even have a horn to toot, but I've always pictured sharing the gospel being like this big thing where I'm going to have a knot in my throat and I'm going to gulp it down and I'm going to go to someone and say, do you know about Jesus? <laughs> but the other day, I was in a car accident. <laughs> Everything's fine. Yeah. It was in a parking lot. No, no one's hurt. <laughs> and the girl was about my age and I saw immediately how anxious she was. And I can resonate with that because mm-hmm. God has helped me overcome so much anxiety. And I thought, first of all, I want to be here for her as a, as a fellow 20 something year old woman. Like, girl, this was an act, like, obviously, mm-hmm. obviously you didn't hit my car on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have some vendetta against me. So let's just get that out of the way. Everyone's fine. Everyone's safe. So we just both remained calm and we ended up having some great conversations. Mm-hmm. And she said, Thank you for being so nice to me. We ended up talking about the Lord. Yeah. We ended up, we had like had mutual friends in faith that went to church with her that I was friends with. And I'm like, man, how different and weird would this conversation be if I would have huffed and rolled my eyes? I was already running late. No one's shocked. (laughs) But like, you know, Mm Mm-hmm. I saw her two Saturdays ago. We hugged. <laughs> and we're going to go out to dinner sometime. <coughs> Excuse me. We're still struggling with the allergies, y'all. But, like, again, I'm not saying that to toot my own horn because it was hard. I was late. I was already flustered. It was hot outside. Mm-hmm. Like, inside, I wasn't in a great mood. Yeah. But, like, sometimes you just got to take a step back and say, this is not all about me. That's the truth. This is not all about me. Mm-hmm. And so not once did I say, do you know Jesus? He just naturally came up. Yep. And then I wasn't afraid to talk about him. Mm-hmm. And I was so thankful. Neither was she. Yep. So you never know. Like she warmed my heart that day, filled my cup. I hope I did the same with her. But she showed me Jesus that day as well. Mm-hmm. So how are you showing Jesus to people? That's it. I'm not saying that as a cop-out to never intentionally use your words to ask someone about their walk. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we we get so dramatic about it sometimes when Jesus is just saying, love on people. Because honestly, love and compassion is shocking. It'll go a long way. It's shocking yep. in the world that we live in. Sadly. And so if we're shocking people, they're going to want to know more. Yep. That's true. That's true. Well, the last part that I have, honey, is livid. That's just, yep. That's it. And you just gave a great example. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. That's the best one that we have. It's just it's an everyday action. And so, um, the verses that I, I wrote in my notes were from Galatians chapter six. And it says, "Brothers and sisters, you know, if someone is caught in a sin, um, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently." But watch yourselves, or else you may be tempted. You know, carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Yes. Come together, you know, help one another, be kind to one another. Um, down, 
you should just, first of all, Galatians 6 is just a really great chapter. Yes. So, Armor of God's in there. Yes, it's that's over in Ephesians. But oh, all, Ephesians, sorry. That's wrong, all right. It's the next letter. one over. Keep, yes. Just keep on reading. All, all four of them right there together. Um, but, you know, let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we'll reap a harvest if we don't give up. And it's not, we don't do good things because of the harvest that we may reap. But the the reaping, the the what we are getting from it, it's all God's. Yes. We want the, when you say you want the largest harvest, it's like, it's like putting fertilizer out there. You're good. The, the good things that you're doing. And when I say good things, I mean being obedient to Christ. Yeah. That's the fertilizer of life. Yes. That's how we, that's how we do our part in the kingdom and the great commission and what we've been called to do mm-hmm. so that there's going to, so that when we have the greatest party ever, that it's a crowded place. Yes. That's, that's what we're called to do. Amen, girl. I don't think there's any better way to show the Lord that you love him. I think we complicate it. We do. I think we need to take it back to the basics. Being kind, loving Mm -hmm. people, reaching out to people, send a text, be an encourager. Mm -hmm. That's it. It really is that simple. And we all have things that we're working on. Oh yeah. It's all much better when you're working on together. Yes. But don't, don't worry about what someone else is working on in their, in their life right now. If you think it's right, if it's, if you think it's wrong, the first thing is just introduce them, introduce them to God and let let the Lord handle the rest. Here's the thing. I think about matchmaking, and obviously this isn't a romantic relationship, but it is a relationship mm-hmm. that is worth pursuing. When you are putting setting up friends, and you're like, they would be so good together. Mm-hmm. All that you do is introduce them. Yep. You don't go on the dates. Nope. I'm not saying don't go to church with your friends. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying... If we would just let the Holy Spirit do Get out the way. what he is so good at. Amen. Get out the way. Yeah. That's it. So, and when it comes to sharing the, the gospel, be in the word. Yes. I can't encourage it's don't let it Don't let it scare you from being, just start. Yes. It's okay if you skip a day. It's okay if you fall asleep while reading your Bible. We've all done it. It's okay if you fall asleep while praying. And we will do praying. it again. Yeah, and we will do it again. I mean, look at, look at, look, look at Paul and the, and the, uh, Peter and the, um, sons of thunder they couldn't even stay awake while jesus was praying with jesus himself okay so grace he has if he had grace for them then he will have grace for you today yes just don't let anything keep you from reading the word of god share it with somebody be kind share it in your actions share it in your words yes when you know the word you can share the word sing it sing it when in when it's good sing it when it's bad worship use every opportunity you have to worship the Lord. <laughs> I'm smiling so big just because Liz is just <laughs> dropping the truth. I'm just so proud of her. It's, it's, girl, it's, I'm telling you, it's, it's the Lord, but I'm saying, y'all, we have every, there's, there's no excuse. We have no excuse. And it's hard sometimes to talk about the hard stuff because yes. when, you, when you know better, the Lord will expect you to do better. Mm. Not to step on anyone's toes, but I'm just saying, now that we, now that we are having this conversation, you and me, now that we know, we're like, okay, this is my reminder. This was my cue. This was the sign I was waiting for. This is, this is what's going to remind me to at least open my Bible app. They make it so easy, y'all. Yes. Download the app. You can, you can just click on that little thing every morning. They got a nice little video. They've got a prayer for I you. I love it. Just click on it. It's a great, it's a great thing. It only takes you a couple of minutes. Yes. Um, and then, you know, put you, get your day started right. Just sing the Lord's praises, good and bad. 
Like if whether you're when I say good and bad, he, he's always good. But whether you're going through good things or bad things, in the good and the bad, yes, yes. I you. got you, girl. Thank I know you. exactly oh, what no. you meant, girl. And the last thing, honey, is to live it. Your actions speak volumes to those who don't know God. Yes, I'm not saying that it is our job to to change people's hearts, and because we don't have that power. No, we never but, could. But we can sure enough exemplify the change that's happened in us, and we can spur yes. the change. Yes. It could be a catalyst. That's the exact for word change. I was looking for. It's the exact word that I was what looking for. What if your actions and the way you live your life, plus like all that you're saying, speaking it, singing it, living mm-hmm. it, changes someone's entire eternity? And here's the thing, too. And generations. It, exactly. It yeah. can change entire lifetimes, but there's nothing that you or I can do that can stop what the Lord wants to happen from happening. But he has given us an invitation to be a part of it. Amen. And so believe me when I say that if you're not going to step up to the plate in, in obedience to what God's called to as, as an action, act of worship and showing the love that you have for him, it's okay. The Lord's going to do what the Lord's going to do. Yeah. You just missed out on our opportunity to be a part of it. Yeah. Wow. I don't want to miss out. I don't want to miss out on not one thing because I've never, I've never hurt or not been blessed and even even when it's been hard and even mm-hmm. on on the mountaintops and in the valleys when you know doing what the lord called me to do was cost me friendships and relationships and opportunities mm-hmm. i look back on it today and i have not one regret because i did what he told me to do amen say it louder that's it trust in the lord so read it speak it sing it live it well y'all next time i hope you're wearing your steel toe boots because uh <laughs> I mean, it's too late now. We done got smashed. It's all right. Yes. You'll recover. Yes, we will recover. These are the things we tell ourselves. I'd rather have bruised toes and a good soul. Say it again. Yes. Say it again. Seriously. I'd rather be right with the Lord than my ego and pride get stepped on. We all need to be humbled. And, of mm. course, this is not in condemnation. This is in love no, because, Liz, love. and I need it, too. I, I'm, we mean it when we say this is what we tell ourselves. Yes. we. I need. I feel so convicted to be sharing the gift because mm-hmm. why wouldn't I, we don't want to be gatekeeping a good thing nobody likes those girls that gatekeep where they get their clothes and makeup and sales uh-uh no no, no 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 women supporting women here at this podcast absolutely but uh anyway guys we're uh literally rounding out season six we have a couple of guests that are going to be joining us in the next few weeks so and uh, you'll be hearing more from us too don't worry but we're so thankful that you guys choose to listen. We don't take it lightly. And if this uh, impacted you, screenshot it, share it to your story. Tag us. We'd love to to see that you're listening. It yes. means a lot to us. Yeah. Go out there and share the gospel, y'all. Yes. Let them know. Amen. Bye, guys. Bye. That's it for today, fam. Thank you so much for listening. And make sure to rate and subscribe. And don't forget to visit us on Instagram at Chosen Girls Movement or on our website to see our merch and free resources. And meet us back here next Tuesday.